It's September 13th, 2021. We're on day 255 of Bible in a Year with Bill. Today we're going to continue in the book of Job, chapter 16 to 18. And you know what? We are going to start, we're going to leave Psalms behind for a little bit. And we're going to start with the book of Isaiah to finish off today's reading with Isaiah chapter 1. Now, Isaiah ministers during the events recorded in 2 Chronicles chapters 26 to 32. He portrays graphically the sins of the kingdom of Judah, which include idolatry, hypocrisy, materialism, and oppression of the poor. And he also prophesies that severe judgment is coming. At the same time, he extends to God's people the promise of redemption, offering hope for a glorious future, particularly when the Messiah comes. As we go through this book, let's listen to God's offer to redeem us through Jesus, the Messiah. Let's express our own Christian joy by singing one of Isaiah's songs of thanksgiving. So Job chapter 16 to 18 and Isaiah chapter 1. The Book of Job, Chapter 16 Then Job defended himself. I've had all I can take of your talk. What a bunch of miserable comforters. Is there no end to your windbag speeches? What's your problem that you go on and on like this? If you were in my shoes, I could talk just like you. I could put together a terrific harangue and really let you have it. But I'd never do that. I'd console and comfort, make things better, not worse. When I speak up, I feel no better. If I say nothing, that doesn't help either. I feel worn down. God, you have wasted me totally. Me and my family, you've shriveled me like a dried prune. Showing the world that you're against me. My gaunt face stares back at me from the mirror, a mute witness to your treatment of me. Your anger tears at me. Your teeth rip me to shreds. Your eyes burn holes in me. God, my enemy. People take one look at me and gasp. Contemptuous, they slap me around and gang up against me. And God just just stands there and lets them do it. Let's wicked people do what they want with me. I was contentedly minding my business when God beat me up. He grabbed me by the neck and threw me around. He set me up as his target, then rounded up archers to shoot at me. Merciless, they shot me full of arrows. Bitter bile poured from my gut to the ground. He burst in on me, onslaught after onslaught, charging me like a mad bull. I sewed myself a shroud and wore it like a shirt. I lay face down in the dirt. Now my face is blotched red from weeping. Look at the dark shadows under my eyes. Even though I've never hurt a soul and my prayers are sincere. Oh, earth, don't cover up the wrong done to me. Don't muffle my cry. There must be someone in heaven who knows the truth about me. In highest heaven, some attorney who can clear my name, my champion, my friend, while I'm weeping my eyes out before God. I appeal to the one who represents mortals before God as a neighbor stands up for a neighbor. Only a few years are left before I set out on the road of no return. Job Chapter 17 My spirit is broken, my days used up, my grave dug and waiting. See how these mockers close in on me? How long do I have to put up with their insolence? O God, pledge your support for me. Give it to me in writing, with your signature. You're the only one who can do it. 
These people are so useless. You know firsthand how stupid they can be. You wouldn't let them have the last word, would you? Those who betray their own friends leave a legacy of abuse to their children. God, you've made me the talk of the town. People spit in my face. I can hardly see from crying so much. I'm nothing but skin and bones. Decent people can't believe what they're seeing. The good-hearted wake up and insist I've given up on God. But principled people hold tight, keep a firm grip on life, sure that their clean, pure hands will get stronger and stronger. Maybe you'd all like to start over, to try it again, the bunch of you. So far, I haven't come across one scrap of wisdom in anything you've said. My life's about over. All my plans are smashed. All my hopes are snuffed out. My hope that night would turn into day. My hope that dawn was about to break. If all I have to look forward to is a home in the graveyard, if my only hope for comfort is a well-built coffin, if a family reunion means going six feet under, and the only family that shows up is worms, do you call that hope? Who on earth could find any hope in that? No. If Hope and I are to be buried together, I suppose you'll all come to the double funeral. Job chapter 18 Bildad from Shuha chimed in. How monotonous these word games are getting. Get serious. We need to get down to business. Why do you treat your friends like slow-witted animals? You look down on us as if we don't know anything. Why are you working yourself up like this? Do you want the world redesigned to suit you? Should reality be suspended to accommodate you? Here's the rule. The light of the wicked is put out. Their flame dies down and is extinguished. Their house goes dark. Every lamp in the place goes out. Their strong strides weaken, falter. They stumble into their own traps. They get all tangled up in their own red tape. Their feet are grabbed and caught, their necks in a noose. They trip on ropes they've hidden and fall into pits they've dug themselves. Terrors come at them from all sides. They run helter-skelter. The hungry grave is ready to gobble them up for supper, to lay them out for a gourmet meal, a treat ra for ravenous death. They are snatched from their home sweet home and marched straight to the death house. Their lives go up in smoke. Acid rain soaks their ruins. Their roots rot and their branches wither. They'll never again be remembered, nameless in unmarked graves. They are plunged from light into darkness, banished from the world. And they leave empty-handed, not one single child, nothing to show for their life on this earth. Westerners are aghast at their fate. Easterners are horrified. Oh no, so this is what happens to perverse people. This is how the God-ignorant end up. To finish off today's reading, we're going to read from Isaiah, chapter 1. The vision that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw regarding Judah and Jerusalem during the times of the kings of Judah, Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. Heaven and earth, you're the jury. Listen to God's case. I had children and raised them well, and they turned on me. The ox knows who's boss. The mule knows the hand that feeds him but not Israel. My people don't know up from down. Shame! Misguided God dropouts, staggering under their guilt baggage. Gang of miscreants, band of vandals. My people have walked out on me, their God. Turned their backs on the holy of Israel, walked off and never looked back. 
Why bother even trying to do anything with you when you just keep to your bullheaded ways? You keep beating your heads against brick walls. Everything within you protests against you. From the bottom of your feet to the top of your head, nothing's working right. Wounds and bruises and running sores, untended, unwashed, unbandaged. Your country is laid waste. Your cities burned down. Your land is destroyed by outsiders while you watch, reduced to rubble by barbarians. Daughter Zion is deserted, like a tumble-down shack on a dead-end street, like a tar-paper shanty on the wrong side of the tracks, like a sinking ship abandoned by the rats. If God of the angel armies hadn't left us a few survivors, we'd be as desolate as Sodom, doomed just like Gomorrah. Listen to my message, you Sodom-schooled leaders. Receive God's revelation, you Gomorrah-schooled people. Why this frenzy of sacrifices? God's asking. Don't you think I've had my fill of burnt sacrifices, rams, and plump grain-fed calves? Don't you think I've had my fill of blood from bulls, lambs, and goats? When you come before me, whoever gave you the idea of acting like this, running here and there, doing this and that, all this sheer commotion in the place provided for worship. Quit your worship charades. I can't stand your trivial religious games. Monthly conferences, weekly Sabbaths, special meetings, 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 meetings. I can't stand one more. Meetings for this, meetings for that. I hate them. You've worn me out. I'm sick of your religion, 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 while you go right on sinning. When you put on your next prayer performance, I'll be looking the other way. No matter how long or loud or often you pray, I'll not be listening. And do you know why? Because you've been tearing people to pieces and your hands are bloody. Go home and wash up, clean up your act, sweep your lives clean of your evil doings so I don't have to look at them any longer. Say no to wrong, learn to do good, work for justice, help the down and out, stand up for the homeless, go to bat for the defenseless. Come, sit down, let's argue this out. This is God's message. If your sins are blood red, they'll be snow white. If they're red like crimson, they'll be like wool. If you'll willingly obey, you'll feast like kings. But if you're willful and stubborn, you'll die like dogs. That's right, God says so. Oh, can you believe it? The chaste city has become a whore. She was once all justice, everyone living as good neighbors, and now they're all at one another's throats. Your coins are all counterfeits. Your wine is watered down. Your leaders are turncoats who keep company with crooks. They sell themselves to the highest bidder and grab anything not nailed down. They never stand up for the homeless, never stick up for the defenseless. This decree, therefore, of the Master, God of the angel armies, the strong one of Israel, this is it. I'll get my oppressors off my back. I'll get back at my enemies. I'll give you the back of my hand, purge the junk from your life, clean you up. I'll set honest judges and wise counselors among you, just like it was back in the beginning." Then you'll be renamed city that treats people right, the true blue city. God's right ways will put Zion right again. God's right actions will restore her penitence, but it's, certain, but it's curtains for rebels and God traitors. 
a dead end for those who walk out on God. Your deliances in those oak grove shrines will leave you looking mighty foolish. All that fooling around in God and goddess gardens that you thought was the latest thing. You'll end up like an oak tree with all its leaves falling off, like an unwatered garden withered and brown. The big man will turn out to be dead bark and twigs, and his work, the spark, the spark that starts the fire, that exposes man and work both as nothing but cinders and smoke. And so the Lord, whose right ways will put Zion right again, whose right actions will restore. Lord, I pray that you would bless this reading today. Thank you, God, for this reading, this eye-opening reading. And thank you, my friends, for joining me today. Hope I see you here tomorrow. Take care now.